The reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Tracy Newman. My presence is a gift, so remember the thank you note. Lily. Some people say I'm too much, but she's just starting. Marl Farsi. Reading is fundamental, and in Farsi, the reads are monumental. Tracy Masters. When you're the master of your own destiny, no one can take you down. Amanda Agosti. Some Amandas are tech spots, but this Amanda is as real as it gets. Ade Ade Dokun. It may look like I'm stirring the pot, but actually I'm just smoking it. Paula Bretrude. If you think I'm a bitch, you're probably right, and you probably deserved it. Lola Del Rio. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets, and I get it all. Naveen Jonathan. I'll give you the shirt off my back, and also by unsolicited opinion. Jada. People are intimidated by my great success and my great ass. Deepa Kanapoli. Some people say I have secrets, but at least they're not federal indictments. Hadil Ibrahim. Some things are too hot to handle, like me and the tea I spill. Srinidhi Subramaniam. I have four degrees, eight syllables, and zero Fs to give. Shannon Anthony. There's no fun in moderation, but there's plenty of shade. Brianna Tooney. Some people strive for perfection, but I'm already there. Rita Ryan. Don't be fooled by my Midwest charm, because I'm nobody's fool. And finally, Beth The secret to my success is staying out of your BS. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So, last week, when we did our Patreon, at the end of it, we were mm-hmm. talking about the theme songs for all of the different housewives. Oh my god! I right? was like, and yeah. Then it <laughs> I was I was so happy when they started. First of all, okay, can we just say that? Do you agree that this is like the best show that Bravo has ever put together? This is. I mean, this is what a quintessential housewife show should be. This is exactly what we needed, and I for one, did not want to watch this. I did not want to watch it. Really? I did not want to watch it when they were hyping it up, when they were out there. I didn't like Kyle being there. I was <laughs> like, okay, why is Cynthia there? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. And and then Teresa, okay, fine. Yeah, so I did not think that this was the, the best group to put together, but also I did not want to watch it. I was like, okay, what? They have like six days of just drinking and blah, blah, blah. But oh my God, these ladies had no agenda coming in. Yes. They had no history with each other, a -hmm. lot of history with each other. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have storylines. Yes. Like Melissa says, halfway through it, she's like, what are we going to do? Are we just going to keep eating and drinking and, you know, laying in the pool? We are going to go into the uh, buggies and go out and go for a drive, right? Yeah. Like literally they had no agenda other than everybody plans a night and that's it. It's amazing. So we're talking about the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip episodes one through four. Peacock is pretty cheap 
it's five bucks a month. And honestly, I feel like I feel like Bravo is better off, truly better off getting rid of like Vanderpump rules. We don't need another below deck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just put this on the network because I agree with you. It's I think the fact that they have no agenda, they have no storylines, that's the key. Mm-hmm. But it feels like to me, and this sounds really corny, it feels like a love letter to all yeah. of the people who have been watching Housewives from the beginning. Yeah. I like the way that each of them talks about their experience. Right. And they talk about what it feels like to be a housewife, what is their highs and lows, but also, you know, flashbacks to their own I don't know who scripted it because it feels a little scripted at times when they yes. start talking about it. But whoever scripted it did a very good job of prompting them to talk about certain things from each of their seasons, each of their franchises that they can contrast and compare Yeah, with how things are done in your franchise versus my franchise. And let's just dive deep into what, what was in the first four episodes. What was your favorite, favorite bit? Favorite oh. bit. Of, what was your most favorite bit? Okay, so I think my most favorite bit was, I'm going to say, so episode four is my favorite episode so far mm-hmm. watching this mm-hmm. because episode four, they really break down the fourth wall. They really mm-hmm. start to talk about like what it's like to be a housewife. They talk about former housewives. They talk about friendships. They talk mm-hmm. about, you know, even like they go around the table during lunchtime and they have those questions and talk about yeah, like the that marriage lunch was your awesome. families. It was amazing. It was like, I would imagine, I would yeah. imagine this is actually what it's like for them to hang out in real life. Yeah. Because it would be ridiculous if you had a bunch of people who had the same job mm-hmm. get together and go on a vacation and pretend like they don't have that same job. Yeah. And it's, it was, I think a lot of times on Real Housewives right now, currently, mm-hmm. they keep trying to make the viewers think that these are not housewives. These aren't people with a, a particular job on a show. They're still trying to give us this feelings of Real Housewives of New York early on or OC early on of these are just people who have existing friendships who mm-hmm. we are just filming. Mm-hmm. That's not the case anymore. And yeah, I think- Ultimate Girls Trip really says to the viewers, yeah, we know that you know that this is a show. We know that Mm. you know that these are now celebrities. And we're going to treat them as such and we're going to let them talk about it and be real with you. And this was probably, it was so real that it made me like every single person on the show except for Ramona. It made me dislike Ramona even more and it made me happy to see that everybody else also thinks Ramona is an asshole. Like, yeah. Oh even, my god. Even like so the very first episode, they're all getting together and they're all, you know, before they get on the plane, they're all talking about what it's going to be like with the other people. Apparently nobody knows Kenya well. Everyone is scared of her, which is like some so of them think up. and Ramona thinks she's Portia. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So all this stuff, but even Melissa Gorga, who we all know is friends with Ramona, she showed up at Ramona Ramona showed up at Melissa's birthday party one yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there when was that turned, season when she turned 40 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. there was that season where she had uh during the reunion, Ramona kept yeah. calling her and Melissa was like, "Oh my god, Ramona won't stop calling me. She's yeah, obsessed." Yeah. We've yeah. seen that. And also- Melissa and Ramona have spent time like New York Fashion Week. They sat next to each other. They've spent time together. But even in this show, Ram- Melissa's like, yeah, I'm friends with everyone. You know, I'm cool with everyone. Ramona and I have done some work stuff together. I'm yeah. like, 
Oh, so Melissa been reading the blogs. Yes. Melissa's been on Twitter. And Melissa's like, <laughs> I need to distance myself from Crazy Astronaut. It's amazing because it really was like going on a trip and having somebody's mom show up. Remember, yeah. remember I told you like the summer I went to a, a vow renewal for my best friend? Yeah. And her mom was there. And we were you really didn't tell me about of- her mom being there. Oh, yes, did you? I, yeah, yeah, I, did, I, I did, may did, have. Did, you did. probably forgot. Yeah, but I went to a vow renewal, and my friend's mom was there, and she. Mm. <laughs> we were all, like hanging out at the pool, and her mom would show up and like <laughs> try to talk to us. And it was—I mean, we've literally we've been friends since we were like fifteen, so it's fine. Yeah. But Ramona really felt like their friend's mom, like there yeah. that they just kind of have to tolerate. Like sometimes she's fun. Sometimes uh-huh. she says a wacky thing. That's true. But for the most part, she's sort of just like, you know, Bethany does that like Ramona dazed walk, right? Yeah. yeah. She's kind of Ramona dazed walking about like, like a senior citizen. Like yes. <laughs> she's never felt older and crazier. And I was, I was like you. Wait, you can do all the plastic surgery you can yes. do to your body, but deep inside you're still an old lady. You're still it an shows. old lady. It, and shows it shows in the mannerisms, the way you walk, <laughs> the way you talk, the way you eat, everything. You cannot change that. You cannot plastic surgery that away. You cannot plastic surgery your senior moments. So like, <laughs> I was like you. I was not. I was excited to watch this, but uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is going to be stupid. They're going to try uh-huh. to like make us think that they're so funny and wacky and all this stuff. And I was really pissed after New York of yeah. the fact that Ramona was on. Yeah. But yeah, I actually think that producers said okay yeah we know Ramona's an asshole we're gonna show you she's an asshole yeah and if you notice episode three and four she's barely in it she's barely in it because she's she's busy get get either getting naked or you know sending selfies naked selfies to that guy (laughs) I very much think that she's been sending naked selfies like topless selfies to I mean, yeah. I wish, I wish Alex McCord could meet the Ramona of today. Oh my god! Oh my god! Can you imagine if Alex? That's what I would have appreciated. Bringing Alex on this trip would have mean been the cherry on the cake. Absolutely. If Alex, oh my god! Can you imagine? They need to put bring back some of the housewives that are no longer in the show. Yeah. Bring them back. So that's and what they're mix doing them for with mix two. them at, but mix them yeah so that's what they're doing right mix them with the housewives that are in the show but these yeah. are like but Dorinda is like recently she took a pause right yeah. so it, like yeah. I'm talking about like season one folks oh yeah yeah season two <laughs> so season two apparently is gonna be all these former housewives getting together it's like Brandy and mm-hmm. Ramon uh, Brandy Dorinda Jill Taylor. Adrian yeah. Maloof, like all these women yeah. from all the franchises that are no longer on yeah. anymore. So I'm, I am excited to see that because I do think that that is going to be really good. But yeah, this one. So when, when uh, going back to the intro, when they right. first started to play all the music yeah. of the different themes, I got really excited, and then they actually played the themes on for this fucking show. <laughs> it is the dumbest <laughs> thing I have island. <laughs> Housewives on the island, baby. It's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. And it makes me, like, it takes me out. I'm like, because I binged four episodes. And I was like, this is so good. This is so good. And then every time the theme would play, I'd be like, who? who, who? <laughs> you, know, you know how, you know how you, when you binge watch something, you always fast forward, you skip the interest. <laughs> 
But I did not skip the intro each time. I was like, this is so cool. This is so it's so janky that it's cool. It's so janky. <laughs> it's so stupid. I don't know. It's like so stupid, but then I'm like, what are they gonna do for season two? Housewives and like, the Berkshires, baby. <laughs> no, but what is the Berkshire music that they can play? <laughs> this is the island music. <laughs> what is the Berkshire music? There's no Berkshire music. It's so stupid. I love it so much. I love it so much. They take this flight over and already in the flight, there's already all this tension because Ramona's in They barely, Ramona doesn't wear her seatbelt. They have to tell her to wear her seatbelt. <laughs> Kyle suddenly has no anxiety whatsoever none. of flying. None. 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 She's like very comfortable with her PJ mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after all these years. No yeah. Bible in sight. No Bible in sight. <laughs> and then uh, Cynthia does a weird action of getting a big picture of Brooklyn. <laughs> that was so weird. Pointing that big scissors at Brooklyn's face and talking. <laughs> Okay, before she pulled out the red ribbon or whatever, I was yeah. like, is she going to cut her daughter's picture? Like, what I the know. fuck is she doing? I know. I didn't understand. <laughs> like, what is she doing with this big picture <laughs> and this big scissor? What is that supposed to be? Oh, my God. And that was a long, it was a long presentation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if I if I was ever in that situation, I would never want anyone to do that. That sounds, yes. like, it's really sweet in theory, but Cynthia is so extra. Like, but we have to Cynthia remember. Cynthia is being very nerdy. So nerdy. She's yes. so, like, this is what I want to do. And, like, I really thought about it, and it's going to go perfect. Like, she is doing <laughs> The most, but we also have to remember this is a woman that had a friendship contract. That's true. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> now, who do you think put Housewives on the map? Um, I would have to say Teresa with her table flip. I mm-hmm. think that's the more famous. I mean, everybody knows Ramona, but Ramona hasn't done... There's not a moment that you people remember. I mean, in in the hardcore Housewives uh, a fan group, yes. the turtle time stands out but yes. Ramona doesn't have a single or maybe her walk down the catway but catwalk yeah. but uh, she doesn't have a single moment like Teresa does mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I so, agree I agree I think it's either to me I mean how's a, a OC was fine but it didn't have any moments that was like it wasn't like something that was um uh, in the what is that called zeitgeist it yeah. wasn't something that was like yeah. completely took over and people recognize where that's from. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I saw a sticker of, you know, a cartoon sticker of Teresa flipping the table, you know that most people would know that. Like, yes. what? The, where is that from? It's like... Yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that if I was to show anybody stuff from early OC or early New York, mm-hmm. they would not know about it. Mm-hmm. I do think that if you watched Housewives, if you watched OC, you watched New York. And if you watched New York, you were definitely watching New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So when the table flip happened, it was like the craziest fucking thing ever. And everybody mm-hmm. started talking about it. However, Atlanta put housewives on the map. And I believe that because... Close were- your legs to married le- married men was a big moment Cl- as Close well. your legs to married men is a huge moment. But also, 
I remember people who never even watched Bravo still saying, like, if I ever said, oh, I watch Housewives, they would say, I don't keep up with the Joneses. I am the Joneses. Like, that was NeNe's tagline. And I, I feel like, personally, Atlanta put Housewives on the map. And I think that now any housewife, all of the housewives that came on after Atlanta Mm-hmm. want to be Nini. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to remember, I feel like really I think it was Nini and Teresa that put Housewives on the map. You didn't have people like Nini and Teresa on TV mm-hmm. before they were on TV. So I yeah. feel like it was definitely yeah. not New York. There's, It yeah. was never New York. Yeah. It yeah. never was. And it never was. And 2006, it wasn't New York at all. <laughs> That's at the all. whole thing. It yeah. was before New York. So what is what is Ramona even talking about? I don't even know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I love how they started with the different music from the different places. Yeah. And it struck me that they had these four franchises come together. Kyle was alone in this and they could have brought somebody else from Beverly Hills. I'm wondering why they didn't bring another person from Beverly Hills. Everybody had a company except for Kyle. I think that they don't have anybody on Beverly Hills with the longevity mm. to be there. The only person they could have would have been Erica and there's no way that and, they would have. And, or Rena. Yeah. Yeah. If if LVP and if LVP yes. and Kyle were still friends, LVP mm. would have been there, no questions. Yeah, yeah. And if LVP was there, Kyle and LVP would be having the tension that Cynthia and Kenya have later because <laughs> Cynthia feels like her friend's not her friend anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cynthia does feel she does feel like I think Cynthia felt insecure coming in mm-hmm. is my theory. Let's talk about each one of them. So yes, I think yes. Cynthia I don't think Cynthia fits in very well with everybody else. Or or the other flip side is that Cynthia feels that Kenya would not fit in with everybody else. So she went out of her way mm-hmm. to make Kenya feel comfortable. Except Kenya seems to be liked by everybody and everybody Beloved. seems to like Beloved. <laughs> this is the team twirl Kenya that we know of. Yes. I yes. mean, this is not the shady Kenya. This is the okay Kenya. This is the this is Ken, <laughs> yeah, not Kenya. Yeah, this is Cynthia's gonna... Ken. Yeah, this is the lady. Like, this is a Kenya that we all love. This is a twirl mm-hmm. that we all love. But she also is the one that twirled over to the table an hour late and ate her mm-hmm. own mac and cheese. Like that is also Kenya. Kenya. That's very specifically, typically Kenya, but the... also very specifically, <laughs> typically Ramona. So they are like so similar to each other <laughs> they're like when kenya gave that commentary that um ramona is not a racist she's just an asshole yeah i think kenya was talking about you know it was self-reflection she's like i'm not i'm an asshole too so an asshole recognizes an asshole and yeah. yeah game knows game you yeah. know i think kenya i was thinking about this because i was watching it and i was thinking about that comment about how kenya said that ramona is not racist i think that it's tough I think it's really tough because if you think about what Ebony is going through now, Mm. I think it has to be really, really difficult. Like we saw it with Garcelle. We see it now with Kenya and Cynthia. It's difficult to be the person of color who says, I think that you're behaving racistly. 
It's difficult, right? Like we want to, we want to say it out loud. We want yeah. to put something on blast, but it's really difficult because these women also recognize that Bravo viewers are white ladies who are going to make their life much more difficult, right? Like I think that it's tough to be in that. And I don't blame them for saying, I don't think Ramona's racist. I think she's just an asshole because it's an easy thing to say in that moment to kind of just say, I clearly don't like this person, but I also don't want to talk about race. And that's okay. I, well, I also think that there's a different way of looking at it. It's Ramona is such a selfish, self-centered person. Literally, she thinks this is her world and everybody lives in it, right? Everybody yeah. like... So I think what that indicates is, is Ramona a racist? Yes. But is she also an asshole to everybody? Yes. So it's almost like, yes, she is racist, but she's also like, she's even worse than that. She's, she's terrible to everybody. And so it's like, when you compare, it's like, she's not, she's, she doesn't discriminate between treating another white person terrible either. She says racist things all the time, but she also says misogynistic things. She says, um, you know, she says stupid things to white women too. She doesn't, she doesn't put white women in a different, different level than black women. I don't think that necessarily happens. She ends up saying racist things at once, but at the same time, she treats white women as just as bad in my respect. And well, yeah, I mean, she she so hates, she's <clears throat> she hates Jews as much as she hates black people. True, <laughs> clearly, right? Like we know that about Ramona, right? I think that she's just a bad person. Yeah, I wouldn't she's say like, she's just an. Ex- I wouldn't say she's an exclusively racist person. I think that she I think is that is racism ex- is one of the things that she has. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say is that she has many different bad qualities. Racist yeah. being a racist is just one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Does it make sense? So yeah. that's where that's where people come off is like is racist is being a racist the worst quality that Ramona has. No, she has so many more. She has so many other really bad qualities as well. Exactly. So that's what people focus on. Yeah, exactly. Ramona (laughs) Ramona might not be exclusively racist, but she is just a bad person. She's also probably homophobic. She's probably been transphobic. Oh, yeah. She still made a transphobic joke. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. She's a man. So like. And she this thought is, it was funny enough to bring it back it and have funny. a throwback. Like, yeah. they all did throwbacks, right? Yeah. So, um, Melissa did her thank you Jesus moment. Yeah. Uh, Teresa brought up the fact that she flipped the table. And Ramona brought up that, oh, I, I am the or- original OG. Everybody brought up stuff. But Ramona was the only one that thought, oh, let me do a throwback to Lou Man too. Yeah, yeah. She that, was like, that was hilarious. I came up with a pun. <laughs> I came up with a pun. So I'm going to talk about it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate it. Now, I have to say the person I was the most surprised about loving this uh-huh. these four episodes was Teresa. I know. She oh. was so, like, warm and sweet. I, I, obviously, I like Kenya the best. But, yeah. uh, and, but Teresa surprised me. Yeah, I always did like, genuinely... Teresa is twirl, yeah. so yeah. we get it. We've always yeah. liked Kenya. We yeah. appreciate like Kenya did nothing this entire four episodes that we already don't recognize. They didn't recognize, yeah. 
she's we knew just, exactly that's who she is. Yeah, she stayed on brand, and, uh, and yeah. in our in our eyes, Kenya's brand is fantastic. So yeah. she was great. But yeah. I was surprised by Teresa. I felt like she was the most open that we've seen her ever on reality TV. I feel like when she's on New Jersey, I think she has a lot of pressure about her character on New Jersey. But on this. Yeah. I felt like this was the Teresa that we met back mm-hmm. in the day when the first mm-hmm. show first started. Yeah. And that there's that conversation that she's having. She goes on a walk with Cynthia. Yeah. And she's having this lovely conversation about her life. She talks about going to prison. She talks about all these things. They mm-hmm. When they're doing those questions, they ask her, if you could change anything about going back and doing the show or whatever, do you have any regrets? She says, mm-hmm. I have no regrets. I loved Everything about it, I just wish I had more time with my parents. Like, she's actually, I mean, she's still kind of dumb. I think she's spacey. She's very spacey, but she's actually like a, seems like a really warm and lovely person. I was surprised she didn't say the one thing that I would want not want is to go to jail. I I wish that I didn't go to the, I didn't go to jail. I didn't go to campuses. She didn't say that. <laughs> she talked about her parents, which was yeah. very, very genuine. She's moved on from her. It was also funny, <laughs> speaking of Teresa, she did a lot of what uh, Ben and Ronnie on Watch What Crap and say, blink, blink, blink. Where so she doesn't blink, quite blink, understand blink. so much blink, 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 where things are going over her head. She doesn't quite know. <laughs> the fact that <laughs> Ramona came and said, people said you were dumb. <laughs> yeah. And I think you're not. I think you're smart. And if you were a buyer for Macy's, you must be smart. Oh my god! But like, I didn't but know that about Teresa. I always she just said Teresa that in the very first episode, in the very wow. first season, she mentioned that she did have a job. She used to be a buyer. I remember that when she was talking about it, I was like, yeah. Oh my god, I'd forgotten that she did have a job before she met Joe. She yeah. used to have a job. In I fashion. had no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also when uh, Cynthia is sitting there with her and talking about how Ramona is being rude and she's going to talk to Ramona about it because she doesn't want, no pun intended, but she doesn't want Ramona to be an island by herself. And they cut to Teresa. <laughs> it's so funny. And up. she's like, I did not. What does that mean? Like no. she did not understand. <laughs> she didn't understand a word that Cynthia said. And she's like, blink, blink, blink. That was like the best <laughs> No, but that's fucked up because episode three, she literally yeah. says those same words. She's like, yeah, you know, I just don't want to make her feel like an, she's on an island by herself. Like, Teresa and says Teresa it casually. It. This time around, Teresa gets it. Did no, you notice know that? Here's the thing. I think that, I think obviously some of the editing is being done to like play into their little quirks that we yeah. already know of. But <laughs> that conversation with Cynthia and Teresa when they go on a walk and even when she talks about going to see Joe and how she felt nothing and yeah. all that stuff, like Teresa never opens up on the show. No. And I think it was interesting because she says, it's nice that you have Kenya here because mm-hmm. I think on my show, I don't really have anybody like that. Yeah. And that's kind of true, right? Like yeah. Teresa has Jen. Yeah. Jennifer Aiden. But yeah. Jennifer Aiden is still a friend she made through the show. Yeah. Her best friend on the show was ja- uh, Jacqueline, and Jacqueline yeah. betrayed her. So yeah. as far as Teresa's concerned on New Jersey, the show itself, yeah. I don't think she feels fully comfortable in right. being herself on the show. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. was really nice to see yeah. this, like, yeah. sweet and warm Teresa when they get in the car and Kyle starts thinking Gia's – Kyle starts singing <laughs> Gia's song. Yeah. <laughs> 
and Teresa goes, oh, that's Gia. <laughs> it takes her a while, though. It takes her a couple of seconds to figure out what is Carl singing. Oh, yeah, that's Gia's song. Oh, yeah, that's Gia. Everybody's <laughs> accent is so... Um, so intense this episode like yes. everyone's voices because i think usually we watch them on the show with their own people right so you don't and notice it <laughs> we don't notice it but like the jersey girls are so <laughs> new jersey <laughs> yeah. like, and the atlanta girls are so atlanta and they don't quite get understand each other when they talk real fast i can see them missing each other's point because they, they're like trying so hard to understand each other and what it's are they like trying to say language. like because Cynthia and Kenya seem to still talk in an Atlanta accent the phrasing and all of that and I can see uh Teresa just going huh like what, <laughs> Teresa's blink, what blink, blinking. <laughs> yeah it takes her a while to shift and understand it it's so funny how did you like Kyle on this okay I was again. Texting. I, 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 I was, was texting I was with fine. Tom. I was texting with Tom Hamlet uh-huh. from Dumpster Dive, and I said, "I he he's famously does not like Teresa. He loves mm-hmm. her now." And I said, "And he also hates Melissa Gorga. He hates Melissa Gorga." And oh I was my like, god! I kind of want to go to Rails with oh. Melissa Gorga. I want to go on vacation with Kyle and Melissa. There, I said it. Yes. I said it. I bet they were to seem like normal people. And you know why? Because yeah. they're all fighting over rooms. And Melissa yeah. and Kyler are like, whatever, who cares? Let's just like pick a room and like, yeah, move on. like, like you're going to be outside all the time. I was on- like, like oh God, floating on the water anyway. So what does it matter? It's only we're only going in the room to change. Yeah. yeah. It was great. I was like, oh, they're normal people. And I kind of really like them. Right. Now, Kyle, I will say where she leaned into her typical Kyle shit is mm. Cynthia hosts this shady ba- Bailey Q <laughs> and she's doing these, you know, the, the awards for prettiest and all this stuff. And Kyle gets all it's 2021. We can't be talking mm-hmm. about who's the most beautiful. And, and it's like, mm-hmm. Kyle, you, you don't want that because you're an insecure person right. and you want to be told you're the prettiest. And it's not actually that you think that somebody else is going to feel bad. You're going to feel bad because somebody yeah. doesn't call you the prettiest. That's the yeah. issue here. And she gets all awkward and she makes it awkward for Cynthia. Now, Cynthia is in her feelings, but as a Virgo who is a planner, I understand <laughs> setting up a night and then somebody coming in and like shitting all over it. And then your best friend on the trip mm. being like, yeah, maybe it's not a good idea. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? I talked to you about this and you said it was a great idea. And now you're saying it's not a great idea because your new best friend is saying that maybe it doesn't feel great for her. And then the issue with Kyle mm-hmm. is she apologizes because she feels bad that she's said a thing. Kyle is the only Cantarian. She's like me. She's like, I can sense somebody's <laughs> upset with me and I'm going to apologize over and over and ag- over and over again until... Until, until it gets uncomfortable for the other uncomfortable person. And they're like, shut the fuck up. And I can't stop. I can't stop. But you're still mad at me. I cannot stop. <laughs> like, I cannot Kyle. help myself. I cannot help myself. I feel so bad. So they play this game. And then afterwards, the next day, they're all having breakfast. And Cynthia's angry. And is like irritated because the night before didn't go as well mm-hmm. as she had planned. And she's actually only really mad at Kenya. But mm-hmm. Kyle comes and she's so uncomfortable and she's like, hey, so like, I just want to make sure that like we're okay, whatever. And Cynthia gets annoyed because she's like, okay, yeah, it's fine. And then Kyle goes, I guess we're not over it since we're still angry. I'm like, yeah, Kyle, because you brought it up. You can't, you can't say 
sorry one night, then the next mm-hmm. night, bring it up again and say, I'm sorry again. And the other person gives you a response like, yeah, it's fine. And then you'd be like, well, see, they're still mad at me. Like, yeah, of course, they're still mad at you because you're bringing it up over and over again, Kyle. <laughs> but also, they're Kyle still mad. Does. This is something I go through and they're still mad at you and they're not going to be okay with you. And we will <laughs> actually stop being mad if you just leave them alone. Yeah. But I, I know that, but I cannot help it. Yeah. I want them to get over it and say, no, 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 we are friends and I want a hug. What I need is a, a Ramona apology and I just want a hug. And I don't get that, so I get all, I'm still working on it. So it <laughs> takes, it, it will annoy. So I, I identified with Kyle in that. But also Kyle is doing that. And then Cynthia, because she didn't get her way with, uh, you know, she didn't get her way with the games. She had, I have never seen Cynthia this mad. Have you ever seen Cynthia get this mad? Never. And just not even when she was married ne- to Peter. And or when she was having a feud with, um, with Nini. She still never. did not rent, <laughs> she did not vent and rant and rave over and over again about it. She did not. I think it all came down to the macaroni with the fucking cheese that <laughs> Kenya ate. <laughs> Cynthia was so angry that she went and made herself a plate of mac and cheese, but did not bring her mac and cheese. Ultimately, these are still women who get hangry. So I appreciate yeah. it. At yeah. the table when they're doing the Bailey Q, they all share their insecurities. And that was like another moment that I yeah, loved on yeah. the show. Everybody's being so genuine. And then, of course, Ramona just copies whatever kyle said <laughs> she's like, and everybody is she like goes, what? yeah she goes yeah i'm actually i'm really shy i'm really shy the i have ever- body image issues yeah i have a lot of issues and they're looking at her like melissa goes you were just wearing pasties and your asshole was hanging out like are you kidding me right now? <laughs> also that was another thing about melissa she comes downstairs and like ramona i guess can't open her fucking luggage because she's geriatric as fuck and they come in and Melissa goes, is that her asshole? Because <laughs> Ramona's in a thong and like a macrame cover up. It's insane. But I just love. There was a lot of Ramona that we saw that we didn't have to see. <laughs> yeah, you walk in and like Ramona Teresa is turning. On her. Yeah, Ramona is turning more and more into Sonia Morgan. She What's really She really is. She really is. Oh, I loved it. Um, also, it was nice to see Melissa actually open up about her marriage in a way mm. also where she says, I'm actually pretty insecure. I don't get to just yeah. let my husband go out. And it was nice to hear Teresa kind of back it up and say, you know, they're like that. They're both yeah. super jealous and they can never <laughs> leave the other one. And it's yeah. really fucking weird. But I guess that's just how their marriage is. Like, yeah. Teresa very normally talking about her brother and sister-in-law was nice too yeah. because usually on yeah. the show that would be played up as a storyline right like yeah because be like, the, in the show she would be like how can she talk about my brother like that yeah in exactly. front of others that's what she would have said exactly um so this one that the fact that she even agreed with uh, melissa was surprising to me and what did you think of kyle and her body image issues which we have never heard of i haven't heard of kyle having body image issues she mentioned I didn't know it. she was. She did. Was she anorexic? Did she mention it when uh, Teddy Mellencamp's storyline was happening? She mentioned it. They were in. This is a couple of seasons ago. This isn't this past season. It was a season before. I remember them bringing it up because mm. it was a season after Lisa had brought up stuff about Amelia's eating disorder. Mm. 
And Kyle said, I don't like to talk about it because I've kept it inside because I've got daughters. And if I talk about it, I feel like I don't want to accidentally encourage them to do it. But I've had body image issues for a really long time. And actually, I believe it. Like, Um, I don't usually believe Kyle. Initially, I was like, are you just copying what Crystal told you this season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, even when Crystal brought it up, Kyle didn't join in on that conversation. So I'm like, okay, did this even happen? Is this even real? What is going on? I do think that Kyle does have body image issues because I think people believe that having body image issues or having an eating disorder is somebody who just is like throwing up or is anorexic. Mm. But the truth is that you can be a chronic dieter Mm. like I am and I'm working through. I think that's what Kyle is. Kyle Mm. is a chronic dieter. Kyle is somebody who's constantly body checking herself. Kyle thinks being 125 pounds is fat. Mm. Kyle is... Also growing up in Beverly Hills where everybody is super duper duper skinny. Yeah. And I think Kyle not being like she mentioned, she's not a blonde. She wasn't super yeah. thin. She had boobs and a butt. She never felt like she looked like other women that yeah. she was around. And so I think Kyle probably does have body image issues. We she's always in a mumu. Yeah, that's true. That's she's true. always that's in a mumu. She's always covered up. Kyle rarely, even on the show, like she rarely shows her body like that. Oh, wait, when they went to Greece, I remember her not showing her body and she didn't want to take a picture in a bikini. And yes. then Erica made her do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that now. So yeah. I think Kyle does have body image issues. It was funny to see Ramona get so mad at her. First, Ramona <laughs> was trying to be really nice and then she was like, okay, now you're upsetting me. You're upsetting me. I don't like this. You're upsetting me. What did you think about the astrologer? Oh, my God. That, that astrologer. So that astrologer. <laughs> the fact that Melissa called her. the What did she call her? The Tidman or the... What did... Oh, Cruella DeVille. She, she called, called her the Cruella Cru- DeVille. Yes, yes. Yeah. I loved Kenya being like, I may have been a son of a bitch in a past life, but I don't know about son of a king. <laughs> And I was like, Melissa, she was like, wait, so nobody was a plumber, a carpenter, <laughs> nothing? Everybody was royal? Everybody what? was royal. Everybody was royal. Everybody was a queen or a princess or anything. I'm like, okay, lady, you, you've you had a little too much. You've been sniffing too much of your makeup there. <laughs> oh, it was great. Uh, it was great. Yeah. Now, I also love in this how they're doing live confessionals, the Housewives After Dark, where they all go mm-hmm. into the confessional room and they all like, it feels like real world. That's what they yeah. used to do yeah, on the yeah, real yeah. world where they would have yeah. a separate confessional room and you would go and talk every night. Right. And I love that. I feel like they should bring that into everything. I feel like especially Summer House should have that. Right. There's right. no reason why Summer House doesn't have it. But I loved yeah. it. It just it really lets you think about how that person was feeling in that moment rather than because, you know, the the confessionals that we see. Yeah, they're recorded afterwards and and they say, okay, what about this? Yeah, they're scripted. Yeah, this one felt a little bit more natural. They're like sitting there or maybe it is how much they're showing us. They're showing us like them coming, sitting down, talking. Oh, I have a coffee stain here. I'm like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is that. Maybe, but they should do the pajama confessionals for sure. Like wake up in the morning and first thing you do is the confessional because then you're not prepped. You don't have a glam squad. You're not preparing for it. You're not doing this recording, right? And this, it's a different way of doing things. Yeah, I liked it. I liked that a lot. Yeah, 
Yeah. What did you think about the scene where they're talking about Teresa and Melissa? They cannot agree on how Melissa got on the show, but Melissa kind of sells herself because yeah, she's like, no, Andy begged me to be on the show. You know, they DM everybody to be on the show. They even DM my friends right now to mm-hmm. be on the show. And Teresa's like, yeah, so you guys wanted to be on the show. And she's like, no, they begged me to be on the show. And then later on, Melissa goes, yeah, so of course we interviewed with Bravo and they said, we definitely want you. I'm like, so you fucking did an audition then. Like they reached out to you. They said, we'd be interested in having you on the show. You went and did that. Yeah. You went and did an interview. They liked you and they asked you to come on the show. You pursued it. So don't sit here and act like. Like yeah. Bravo begged us to be on the show. Like, no, they didn't yeah. beg you to be on yeah. the show. Right. But also, Teresa, you weren't talking to Melissa. Yeah. Why would Melissa tell you? Yeah. You weren't reaching out <laughs> to her. True. Why That's would true. she tell you? And Teresa, for all all of that, she's madder at Melissa about it than she is mad at Joe. Have yes. you noticed that? Yes, she's not as mad at Joe about it. She's only mad at Melissa about it. Because they didn't reach out to Joe. They reached out to Melissa. Yes. And you know. Yeah. But Teresa also is a person who believes that you should control. If anybody was talking to Melissa um, or Teresa at that time, it would have been Joe. Yeah, that's true. Why would Melissa go out of her way to talk to somebody who who doesn't talk to her? That's true. It was funny because Ramona says, I would never want to be on the show with my family. It would start third world two. (laughs) And then she says, oh, I know I made a mistake. Third world three. You mean World War Three? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> she doesn't get it. <laughs> she's so stupid. She's so stupid. Oh, my stupid. God. She's so old. So when <laughs> they're talking. So, and like, <laughs> Teresa is talking about Melissa. She's like, does Ramona get dementia? She's she getting dementia. <laughs> Teresa talks about Ramona getting dementia. And Ramona thinks Teresa is the tin man or whatever. She's the scarecrow. <laughs> Yeah, she thinks Teresa thinks Teresa thinks Ramona is the Tin Man, and yeah. Ramona thinks Teresa is the Scarecrow. And Teresa says, "Yeah, but they're both the same because they're both hollow inside." <laughs> and she goes, "No, like that's what I mean. Like if you don't have a heart, you don't have a brain. You don't have a heart, you don't have a brain." She keeps saying it over and over again. It's like those two different no. things. But okay, I, I I get what you're saying, Teresa, but like not really. Oh, God. Now, which party did you think so far was the most fun? Mm, which one was the most fun? I uh, I, th- I thought the massage was fun. <laughs> it was <laughs> something. The, it was something. It was like the, the tiny uh, transparent, whatever. Like, what was that? It was like, like the teeny tiny string that they tissue. wear. Yeah, the tissues that they had to wear. And then they're lying there and... And Cynthia, Cynthia is going off. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, you know, Lou is walking around with the aluminum foil that's flying. And then the cut, the the foil just flying and falling into a bush. That was like a throwback to Lou falling into a bush. It was just beautiful. Yeah. She was literally, she running around like a plate of scrambled eggs a la francaise it looked crazy it looked insane she's like i know how how a burger feels now okay luann is just Uh, naked also the ladies in new york they just they're all naked (laughs) luann keeps splashing anybody no matter if they've asked or not oh and i also love luann this 
in this entire yeah, scene. Yeah, she's like openly flirting with Michael, the concierge, <laughs> who apparently says he's married. I looked on his Instagram. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I, I thought, okay, he's, maybe he's married to a man. Nope, he's yeah. married to a woman and he's got children. Oh my God. He's a former DJ. Okay, but he loves uh, Naked Luann. He does. I think he knows how to get a tip is really yes, what's happening I here. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. So Luann has this catamaran trip, and she's really yeah. opening up, and she's talking about not wanting to get Googled because people mm-hmm. don't realize that there's more to us. I just – I loved – that was like the first moment that I realized. It was between that and the conversation with Teresa in episode two yeah. um, where I realized that like – these really are women who are very aware of what happens when people only perceive you from what you are shown on a TV mm-hmm. show. And it really, like, it keeps them up at night. Like, yeah. Luann says, I don't want to get Googled. I, I'm a whole other person. And she starts to want to open up about her marriage to Tom, which I didn't know Cynthia was at that wedding. Yeah, I didn't know either. That's how long, I, like, they've been friends. Yeah, and, of course, Ramona is an asshole. And she just gets up and leaves. And she wants to give Because it's not about her story. And she's like, I've heard the story before. And then and she's like, I was triggered. <laughs> like, what? Triggered by what? Triggered to, to be bored? Is that what? Like what are you talking? She's I'm telling you, she's pulling a Sonia Morgan. She really Sonia is. would be triggered, right? Yeah. Sonia would say Tom was my boyfriend first. Sonia yeah. would say Harry was my boyfriend first, and Sonia would go and walk around naked. And that's exactly what Ramona is doing. She's yeah. literally doing Sonia's playbook here. Yeah, she's talking yeah. about being triggered. She's talking about being. Uh, you know, conscious about her body. She's talking about everything that she can pick from everybody else. It's not the real Ramona because there's no real Ramona. She's actually hollow. Yes, she is. <laughs> She's Lu- the tin man. <laughs> Luann later, episode four, they talk about former housewives. It's a, initially a conversation about housewives on Broadway mm-hmm. and then they start talking about Nini. And mm-hmm. Cynthia says it's one of the things that she hates getting questioned about because she really was super close to Nini. Mm. And now they don't have a friendship. And this is where Teresa brings up about Jacqueline. And then they start talking about legal stuff. And this is before Beverly Hills had aired, but they had already filmed it. And so they brought up the legal stuff of if you have legal stuff going on on the show, you wouldn't bring it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Kyle's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I don't know what to say, what not to say. (laughs) There's also a point where somebody points out that, you know, your closest friend right now would be Erica, right? You're close to Erica. And Kyle almost cringes there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's like, "Uh oh, oh, oh." but all of this happening right now. (laughs) And it it was nice to see, like, they are conscious. They're not monsters. They're actually conscious of... When your friend has a thing going on on TV, going on in real life, it's not mm-hmm. like you're not talking about it off air. You're just not bringing it up on camera. And Teresa kind of alludes to that, that Jacqueline knew yeah, and she chose to bring it up on camera over and over again, yeah. even though I told her not to bring it up on camera. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize that watching yeah. the show itself. But Luann brings up the thing about Bethany and Bethany talking about Tom and how she was upset because Mm -hmm. Bethany, it would have been nice if Bethany had pulled her aside away from the cameras, but Bethany chose to make it a moment. Now, did you hear about what the housewives said in the uh, Dave Quinn book about this? No. In the Dave Quinn book, it is revealed either between like Luann, the producer, somebody. Oh, Carol. Carol brings it up. Carol says, Bethany made an effort to make sure 
that that was shown on camera. And the girl that went and took the picture, it was all a setup. What do you mean? Bethany knew who Tom was going to make out with. Mm-hmm. Bethany had known that Tom was doing this stuff. Mm. Bethany made sure that she knew somebody was there when Tom was with this woman. Because Bethany knew the woman that Tom was making out with. So Bethany knew Tom was cheating, but then she sent somebody to make sure that she had pictures. So that she could show it on camera. Oh, wow. See, she, getting pictures is one thing because then she will have the proof. No, so it's she, not a rumor anymore. But then to make sure that it's shown on camera. And Ramona says in the book, Bethany is so good at what she does. And she's such a good businesswoman because if you'll notice, she made an effort to say, I need a drink and immediately pulled her skinny girl vodka to pour wow. at wow. that moment. So that wow. now she knows that if that scene is going to get played over and over again, they're always going to remember the skinny girl, skinny girl booze being right there. And I was like, damn. But Luann kind of alludes to that. Luann says, yeah. you know, Bethany's not my friend. We used to be friends, but she's really not my friend. Yeah, but Luann, when they showed that again this time around, yeah. with Luann saying what she felt in the moment that, please don't show the thing Don't about let Tom. it be about Tom, yeah. Yeah, and then she said it's about Tom, and she shows the picture, and then in that moment, you see Luann's face, and it hit me really hard this time. I mean, yeah. in the pa- when I watched it the first time, I was laughing my ass off because yeah. of the way the whole scene played out. But this time around, it hit me hard. I was like, oh, my God, this woman's heart is really, truly breaking right now. We're seeing the devastation. And it's an added layer of devastation that this is happening on camera. Yeah. And she knows that this is going to be publicized. And yeah. she has to go through this. Oh, my Ugh, God. It was yeah. amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. When they're all having lunch in episode four, you know, they're asking all these questions or whatever. I think one of the questions that Ramona gets is, what did your children think about you when you initially got on the show? (laughs) Ramona tells everybody that Avery was the one that wanted to be famous. And when Ramona got famous, Avery got really mad. I was like, that tracks so hard. So Yes. I was like, yes, we've always suspected that Avery's a monster. (laughs) And now it's proven. And now we said it. Yeah. No, I said it. Uh, that episode four ends with a slumber party, and they're all playing all these games. <laughs> Luann does a shot straight from Michael the concierge's mouth, but before she does it, she looks at the camera like, this is happening. It was so funny. And then they're playing all like, these games. Uh, this, is, this is Johnny Depp part two. <laughs> This is like my island. This is what this is Luan on an island is what I aspire to grow up to be. (laughs) And then they're all playing these games. And of course, first Ramona pees her pants, then Kyle pees her pants. And while they're sitting on the couch, they're all there. So Kyle and Ramona are both sitting with these towels between their crotch. And I was like, this is insane. And then they sit on the couch, and Luann looks at them and goes, Are you sitting on the couch with wet pants? died i loved it i loved it kyle reveals to everybody that she once had sex at a gala at a Uh black tie gala or event Mm. with Maurizio at the table with everybody present and there's so many follow-up questions and i'm like again this is not a person that i would have known would have existed in beverly hills like Mm -hmm. i don't think of kyle as 
being this much of an exhibitionist on the show. But no. like she's a whole other person on the show and she's very likable. <laughs> but like, you know, Ben and Ronnie always say on Watch What Crappens that they hate Kyle on the show. But if they met Kyle in real life, she's probably like a lovely person. Yeah, she's going to be uh, the, the a great time. person. Yeah, a great time and would probably be a lot of fun to hang out with. And I yeah. think that's true. That's true. And that was true yeah. for almost everyone. I am still... I think everybody stayed on brand to who they probably like nobody did anything off brand on the show, mm-hmm. which I really loved. Everybody yeah. stayed on brand to who they are. They just mm-hmm. seemed a lot more likable, except for Ramona, who is exactly who we think she is in New York. Yeah. She yeah. has not changed at all. In fact, she might be even a little bit more foul than we might know her to. I yeah, I think there's I think Ramona is cultivating a real evil inside her. She's like she seems to be feeding that and she doesn't regret anything. She doesn't regret any of that. She doesn't understand or have any empathy or any understanding for anybody else. She yeah. literally says all of her apology and all of that. She just says, what do I have to say? And let me say it and I'll get it over with. That's yeah. it. She doesn't yeah, care. She doesn't mean she, any of it. She doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So she just wants a script from Cynthia to go apologize, and she does. <laughs> Goes and resp- she just repeats it, and that's it. That's done. Okay. Yeah, that's really – and I, I'm kind of mad at Cynthia because I'm like, Cynthia, you don't need to be doing all this to make everybody yeah. feel comfortable. Right. My notes right. about Cynthia literally started with, oh, my God, she's such a nice friend. She's so sweet. She's so sweet to end with, Cynthia, you're doing too much. Yeah. I'm like, Cynthia, Chill enough out. already. Enough. Yeah. Enough. Stop it. Just don't do this. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for this recap, but we're going to be taking next week off. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. So there will be no episode on Wednesday or Saturday of next week. We will come back the following week and we'll talk about reunion parts three and four for Potomac, which, by the way, should have just been one, yeah. one episode. Yeah. And we'll talk about Salt Lake City. And yeah. uh, that'll be the Wednesday following Thanksgiving. So yeah. if we don't talk, we'll have a great there. Thanksgiving. What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? Are you going anywhere? We're going to my mom's house. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're keeping it cute and 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 intimate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm having family come over too. Godspeed. Come with the kids. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be in my house. It'll be fun. You can play um, Twister. I will survive. I will survive. (laughs) (laughs) You can do a shady, shady arty cue. Oh, and you that can would ask awesome. a bunch of inappropriate questions mm. <laughs> to your family yeah. members. Yeah, I'll ask. Who's the sexiest? Who's the pettiest? Who's, who has the best butt? <laughs> you do. <laughs> okay, thanks everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Or no, we'll Bye. talk to you in two weeks. Bye. <laughs> The reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Jesse Willis. I may not run in traffic, but I'll give you a run for your money. Rody. When you work in quality assurance, perfection comes easy. Tori Tuchilo. When Tori steps on the scene, you are his story. Eugene Henderson. In the game of life, I choose Jeopardy. Maria M. Where I come from, they sing God Save the Queen. The truth is, it's actually me. Becca Simon. If you can't stand the heat come to minnesota jill hirsch your petty drama can't take this warrior down jamie all some people call me cold but it's not me it's 
that Minnesota weather, Sarah Gibbs. You may not like the cut of my jet, but that's what you get from Sarah Gibbs, Richie D. If you can't be cool, you can't be with Caduce, Megan Shaw. I may be a model, but I'll never be a model minority, Samaj Bledson. The fun bus is here, and I'm driving on the turnpike. Eleanor Manning. I run with a fabulous circle of people, and they're not even on my payroll. Danny McLaughlin. First, I came out, and now I'm coming for everything. Kelly Paper. I may be from down under, but don't ever underestimate me. Seiran Hayati. In Sweden, we have ABBA, IKEA, and if you mess with me, some other four-letter words. Jessica Riley. Where I come from, money can buy you anything, but I'll take the garbage plate. Chastity Davis. Don't be fooled by my name. The only thing I abstain from is your bullshit. Sarah Watkins, Bilstein. Playtime is over. This mom means business. Laura Zielinski. Whether it's breast pumping or fist bumping, this mama brings the party. Jill Walsh. I made it up the hill myself and I'll kick any jack off. And finally, diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. John Friedman is.